What's up? I'm Jenna. And I'm Marissa. And welcome back to Crazy As A Mother Podcast. Where life happens. And best friends help. And coffee does not hurt a damn thing. How are you, boo? I am living the dream. How are you? Are you? Yeah. You didn't sound more enthusiastic if you're living the dream. That sounded like a nightmare. (laughs) That's more like it. I'm okay. I'm living the dream. (laughs) Yeah, I'm good. I'm doing good. (laughs) Tired. Got um some energy. A drinking Red Bull, although I don't think we can we don't know how we're not we're new to this YouTube, so I don't think we can share the label. No, I made so, a little. Sign. I think we're doing that right. I'm okay. Do we have to take that out? Maybe. I am getting my not my first, my friend, my second rabies shot tonight. Oh no. Wait, do you want to do you want to do your thing and then I'll tell you the story why? Because I'm going to use it as my moment. We're just getting right in there. We're like. I know. Because I really want to tell the story. Okay. All right. We're we're gonna fast forward. Hold it. <laughs> Moments. Okay, so this past uh, Monday night, I, I don't have Oh, wait, wait, do we have a title? Can we title this? My story? Yeah, it's title on the fly. Do it live. What's up, batch? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm not good with it on the fly. I'm not. What's up, batch? I, this is why I don't title anything. I don't want to tell the story anymore. No, I can't tell. Think of I can't wait. You've I've been so excited to hear the story. <laughs> okay. All right. So last Monday night, I woke up to pee, like two, three in the morning, and I don't. I have very really bad vision, so I got up and I thought I caught something out of the corner of my eye, but I wasn't sure because I didn't have my glasses on. So I went up to go. To, I went up to the bathroom and I came back and I still kind of seen whatever I thought I saw in the corner. I'm like what the fuck? So I put my glasses on. And just as I'm putting my glasses on, a freaking bat takes off from corner A to corner B in my bedroom. And I'm like, it's like one of the inside your house? Inside inside my bedroom. Inside my my bedroom, I'm sleeping, just sleeping. Dalton is sleeping on the dog bed, which is a story for another day, but he's sleeping there. And the bat just flies from corner to corner. And I'm it's like one of those things you were like, no way. Like no shot. Like, I thought it was maybe, like, a bird. Wait, did you, I was going to say, did you know it was a bat, or did you think it was maybe Yeah, a bird? I thought maybe it was, like, a bird, and I was like, <laughs> but then you start hearing, I can't do, I can't, I can't do the bat noise. <laughs> no, you <can't>. <laughs> but you can't, it's like, <laughs> it's something like that. It's just, it makes different noises. <laughs> Yo, I got you ain't Batman, because I was the worst back off. So I was like, oh my god, it's a bat. So I threw the blanket over my head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to get this out. I can't stop seeing your face. <laughs> Shut up. Okay. All right. I'm going to get serious now. I'm serious. So I threw the blanket over my head, mm-hmm. trying to like comprehend what just happened. And I was like, Justin. And he's like very miserable to wake up. He's like, what? On like the fourth Justin, I'm like, there's a bat. <laughs> like as if the bat, like the sonar is going to make him attack yeah. me. I'm like, there's a bat. Because he does well. I'm like, there's a bat. So he looks up, sees the bat, and just on instinct, like a vampire is sitting up, sees the bat, takes his blanket, flings his body back with the blanket over his head. <laughs> 
shining armor, my ass. We're both just laying in our coffin of blankets. Oh. No, you get up. No, you get up. So we're laying there. I'm like, he's like, there's a bat in our room. I'm like, yeah, there's a bat. I, did, I wasn't kidding. There's a bat in our room. He's like, and he's just like, what are we going to do? I'm like, what are we going to do? What are you going to do? Oh, my God. He's like, I don't know how to get rid of a bat. So we're going back and forth all while you just hear <laughs> as it's traveling in the room. It's just flying about. Oh God! I want your wings. It's I very, want to get your face on a bat and put on a t-shirt. It just it didn't stay still. So we're like oh, we're, we're trying to figure out what to do. So we, I guess you googled it. I stayed under the blanket. He did get up, blanket overhead to go downstairs to just get a game plan oh, together. I guess. So. <sighs> He he comes this back. This whole time up. you're in bed too. Yeah, yeah, I'm in bed under the blanket. Okay. I gotta be honest. I was trying to center my phone in a way that I could record this whole thing going down, but I couldn't deal with that exposing too much of my flesh, and I didn't want to get bit. Oh my god. So it didn't work out too well. But so he comes back upstairs. He's in. Um, he has jeans on and a sweatshirt, and unbeknownst to me at the time, because I didn't see him till later, get unchanged. He had three pairs of pants on. He had three shirts on, like layered. <laughs> <laughs> like, because he came on like, what are you doing? He's like, he could bite me. I'm like, valid point. I'm not the one getting up, so I couldn't really criticize too hard. So we tried opening all the windows, covered Dalton in a blanket, so he didn't get. Did bit. he sleep through all this too? Sleep through the whole thing. Oh my god, the whole fucking thing. So he gets a yardstick, and it um, I, our windows have like those slide up and down shades, so all you have to do is push up. But at the top of, like, where it connects to the window pane, there's probably about, it's probably, like, a two-inch or three-inch depth before you hit the window, like, the glass. So it, it, it gets itself behind the shade, and we tried getting it with a yardstick, and it would just made it mad. It would, we would poke it, and it would, it, I'm not going to do the noise again, but it would keep doing that noise. That's how we knew we were in the right window shade. Oh, my God. So at first, he didn't want to take the, open the windows, because if there's more of this, of this bat situation, we didn't want any more coming in. So he, we lifted it up, and eventually, I'm like, do you have to take a screen out? So we took a screen out, and we're like, freaking whacking it, and it's not, but we're just pissing it off. It's just like, it's just making noise. I'm laughing. Oh, at this point, Justin has a rainbow tail wrapped around his head <laughs> just enough to see the eyes but it was like literally all rainbow colored so like he looked like the taliban or like the taliban because of rainbow <laughs> so he like could barely see out of it i was just i was wet myself I'm like i can't believe we're up at 2 30 in the morning getting a bat out of our bedroom so to kind of jump forward a little bit it didn't work the yardstick didn't work so i would just i want to say before i keep going the bat lived and we got it out to a tree so let me just say that but for a good 40 minutes, we tried to get it out a window. And we just couldn't get it out a window. So he goes, I got an idea. So he goes downstairs, comes back up with a shot back. Our shot back that you used to clean outside. He did. And like I said, it lived. It li- we didn't know what to do. We didn't know what to do. So we wound up sucking it up in the big tube. And it's just, you heard it. You heard, you heard once the suction hit the bat, and oh, that did make me feel a little bad, because it was, it was like, it felt like a rumble. It felt like when you like um, suck up like a bead or something on a vacuum, like yeah. that kind of like. <laughs> <laughs> so you heard it. So we knew we got the bat. That was good. But then we, so it lived. We took, yeah. we opened the tube, the tub, and it was alive. And the next morning we put it to a tree. So the bat lived. 
but it was a very long night. And the vet lives. So we had to, I called the pediatrician um, the other day. I don't remember exactly what day it was. And I was calling to see because I don't know if Dalton ever got a rabies shot. Because Justin, like on our past episode, we talked about anxiety. Me and Justin can match each other's anxiety. Mm. So he was freaking out. Like, what if we got bit in our sleep and we didn't know? Do bats really bite, though? Um, they can bite if they feel like they're cornered or like yeah. they look at the fence like any other animal. Because I know like at my um, old house, we used to have bats like all the time flying in the backyard. And the, yeah. And me and my dad would like, we would just like have a fire just and have a few the beers bats? and like. Yeah, Hang out with the bats? Yes. Yeah, well. Some I, I mean, like fly near us. Or... Yeah, I guess because, I mean, it, it was close. I mean, it did, it, I want to say it flew within like a three foot radius, but it, at one point it swooped. It, sw- it swooped low, a little too low that I was very a little uncomfortable. So, long story short. Either way, yeah. Yeah, long story short, the pediatrician, uh, no to the rabies. I didn't I didn't know, because you get so many vaccines, I honestly didn't know if rabies was one of them. Mm-hmm. So, but she said we had to go to the ER just to be safe to get, um, I don't know the name, but the I called it the plan B. So, it's pretty much like, it's like that uh-oh emergency one you take just in case. Like, the sooner the better to take it. God mm-hmm. forbid you got bit. I really don't think we got bit. And I was looking up bats have a 1 in 10, one in ten chance of actually having rabies. So, okay. you know, it's not like they're... They just have a bad rap. Yeah, bats just, they just get a bad rap, you know? Yeah. So we were on our way today for our second... Oh, there, it's a four-shot series. So the first one, the first one is two shots. And the one of the two shots is weight-based. I gotta tell you, I didn't walk out with very good self-esteem. <laughs> I had to get four shots. Yeah. Dalton got two, Justin got three, I got four. Cause this ain't just mama, this is big mama. Big mama needed four shots. So it was not fun. I give you I give you kudos for that. I wouldn't have thought that deep. Maybe I would have. I don't well, know. Anxiety would do it to you. Honestly, Justin's the one that <clears> called me at work and he's like what if we got bit? And I'm like, oh, great. Now I think we got bit. I didn't even think the thought until you called me. Then you me. start foaming out the mouth. Like, we did get bit. <laughs> so we got already got. So the first one was like the medicine. We got that. And then the second one we had to get was like part one of the four shot series. So we did that. Oh, and then Dalton has to go, which was so he just kicked the nurse in the face. It, it was awful. I felt so bad. Because you don't feel good. It, it doesn't. I will say it no. goes in, into your muscle. It doesn't feel great. It was a little pain. It wasn't just like a normal shot. He he was a champ to the best of his ability. But you guys were there forever too, right? Yeah, we just sit in the ER like mm-hmm. five hours or something like that. So, um, but yeah, now it's just we got the one. Now it's three more of just the vaccine. It's not the I, again. I keep calling it the plan B. So you I forget still the name have of to it. Get three. Correct. More. Yeah. So we have to go today, and then we have to go two more times. We'll go again um, this coming week, and then one more week after that, and then we'll be done. And yeah, so how did he even get in? We don't know. We called the exterminator supposed to come last night, and Jesus never showed. So you don't know say. But See, he now I actually... have all these questions. <laughs> Where did the bat come from? Are there any more bats? So Justin, where are been, they living? Justin's been like taking care of openings in the house. Like so, now our fireplace is just there's just mesh and duct tape. Like <laughs> he taped every opening shut. Every time you, you can't know. see like a shadow now, you're gonna be like, I know. Yeah, and it was weird because, I mean, they have big wings. Like, I know you know they have wings, but, it, like, it was, it was it, I was surprised. I've never seen a bat up close, like, that close. So it was interesting. I feel like. But that's my, I don't even know oh, if I damn need, moment. I don't even know if I need to share mine. I feel like that just takes the cake. <laughs> and what do you hear yours? Mine is not that great. That was amazing. 
But it's a once in a lifetime story. That is like never. Well, My hopefully it doesn't. <laughs> I know. Who, who, who knows for sure? Um. Well, my own damn moment was I, or hold on, I didn't give it justice. My whole damn moment. <laughs> um, so I bought like this, like two tier bookshelf, and I was getting impatient. I just wanted to build it, so I didn't. I'm like, you know what? This is gonna be a fun project for me and the kids to do. Girl power. I don't know why I thought it'd be fun. So we're building it, and then fitting comes, and he's like slamming all the pieces around. Then he's like trying to slide on them, and I'm like. Like on the board pieces? Yes. Yeah, like surfboards? Yeah. yeah. So he, whatever. They're having fun. They're having fun. And I get like, it's basically, it's two bookshelves. It's taller than me. I'm like 5'8", five, 5'9". Five, so it's it's taller than me. I think it's actually taller than Mike. It's, it's a really big one. So it's like two individual bookshelves I had to build and then you build them together. <clears throat> anyway, as I'm building it, as you can see from these nails, I'm like my actual fingernails, YouTube, if you can see them. So I'm trying to hold the nail, and I'm trying to hammer the nail. Can't tell you how many times I hammer my finger. <laughs> one. Then, have you ever had a trolley horse yes. before? Have you ever had one in your hand? No. I have never had one in my hand. I'm holding the nail. My fingers are like, <laughs> and I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> so then I'm like, Avon, help me hold the board. Because like, you have to do like the backboard. Like, yeah. To, I don't know, whatever you want to call it, the backboard. So I'm like, <laughs> like help me hold it up because my fingers are freaking out because I can't grip anything because these nails, I have to like hold the actual nail now a weird way because of my fingernails. And I gotta, I'm gonna have to fix this mom, but hold up. We're gonna have to do some of these things keep falling off. Um, so anyway, as I'm in the process of doing that, Finn comes up to help me, which I thought was help. And Avon's holding it. I go like this. And as I go to hammer it, like the nail on, he takes a handful of the nails, throws them <laughs> in my face. And I'm like, ah! And I went, ah! And I hit my finger with the hammer. And there's like fireworks and nails. And I'm like, ah! And I'm just like, I just had it. Everyone go away. And then he goes, and I'm like, Ginger demon. Well, that was it. It got built and it looks nice. It and does now look it's nice. all set up in my dining room slash dining room slash homework room slash playroom. You've made Rosie the Riveter proud. But that was my oh damn moment. Don't ever build a bookshelf when you need your nails done because you're gonna get Charlie Horse in your fingers. And you're gonna almost break your finger with a hammer. Yeah, at this point, I don't even know how you're wiping yourself. I mean, because they are reaching. Yo, you said nails this long. Hold on, you had nails this long. Don't even deny it. And wiping was a bitch. So like I, I I, yeah, I can still wipe. I got, I gotta get a what is it? The duvet. A duvet. Oh, the thing that sprays the booty. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about. I thought about getting one, but I don't. I don't know. I know a lot of people. A weird feeling. I'd have to get used to just. It just shoots on. (laughs) Well, I'm just. I wasn't even being perverted. I know, but you're just like, it's like. <laughs> what does it mean it's, it's like a. <laughs> that's how it does when it spits the water up there. It goes. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. I hate Here you. we go. We, that, we're saving that for an episode. We're going to get one. <gasps> we should do that. We should do like reviews. We're, a new segment? Yeah. That's a good idea, actually. We're, like every now and then we'll. Tell us what you guys think about that. We'll have reviews every now and then. We'll buy some, like, 
stuff to try on top of this. If you is it a, a a bidet bidet boot, it should be called a boot day. A boot day. Bidet. Bidet. It's a bidet. They really they could have done boudet. I feel like that would have been one more fitting. It's a boudet. But if anyone has one, let us know. Because I don't know. I don't know if I... Well, wash your boudet. Wash your boudet. Yeah, Show yeah. them how to wipe it now. <laughs> that was the tone. I don't know what's happening this episode. We're, we're too much today. Um, now I just I feel like to talk about our topic is a hard transition. Yeah, but it is. It's okay. Maybe it'll be a little bit later, though. Um... So, I know we, we try to talk about a topic every episode that's, like, kind of, like, heavy on the week. And this one, <clears throat> this one for both of us uh, is a tough one. Um, just a few days ago, it'll be eight months since my dad passed away. Um, Two days, right? What's that? Two days ago? Yeah, the 26th, yeah. yeah. Um, eight days since my dad passed. And, um, and Marissa's dad's uh, been deceased for a decade and... I'm sure she'll get into it when she talks about her dad, but I feel like I was one of those ignorant people, um, not intentionally when I hear about people that lose someone, especially like, uh, like when I lost my grandparents, for example, um, not ignorant, like by, not intentionally ignorant, like I said, but like seeing how my parents were reacting to their parents passing. Mm-hmm. And I guess a part of me, cause I can be unempathetic sometimes, to be honest, I'm like, well, it's the circle of life. Like, they were older. Like, they, you know, it was common kind mm-hmm. of thing. Um, and I wasn't particularly, like, like extra, extra close to either my grandparents, so that probably didn't help a lot. But once my dad died, I literally just remember thinking and still do think, like, how do people just walk around every day? Like, how – like, for me, there's some days that I just want to walk around and be like, don't you know my dad is dead? Like, why are you acting like this? Or, like, why are you saying this? Why isn't your world stopping the way my world has stopped? Yeah. And um, a lot of those thoughts came up this past week, just struggling big time. Um, my dad, I know every dad's, every girl's dad's great. My dad was extra great. And uh, in my eyes, he takes the cake of every dad. We were like really, really, we were really close. We were a lot alike, so we did butt heads sometimes. But we equally wanted to make sure we made up to each other because we never liked when the other one was mad at each other. And, um, you know, my dad was a Philly cop and, I call him Serpico because he, he's not one of the cops. I know you hear so much crap in the news um, about, you know, crooked police work and all the stuff, and he wasn't like that. And um, he would go down swinging to defend his honor over defending the department. Um, and I don't know, he was just he was just my superhero. And um, I don't know, we touched on the eight episodes yet, but I'm in sobriety now. I'm in recovery, and, and my dad died a sober man of almost five years. Um, and without him leading the way, I don't know if I'd even still be alive today. And uh, we lost him to COVID, and he had no prior health conditions. Um, he was he was vaccinated. He did everything he was told to do, mm-hmm. and it just didn't matter. And uh, you know, it was ten. It was we got tested on a Tuesday. He was hospitalized on a Thursday, and he was dead ten days later on a Sunday. <laughs> So, uh, and with COVID protocols, you know, you can't, he, he died alone pretty much. He, not pretty much, that's the fact. He died alone. He was alone for the moment he was admitted and my mom had to leave because um, my mom went in with my dad to the ER and she was released and he stayed. And, uh, and he was alone from, from that moment on. He was alone except for, uh, you know, like, fa- not FaceTime, but like for Google Duo or yeah. 
Um, he did. He still made meetings on his phone in the hospital. And uh, so, so, and I'm one of seven. So while it it's uh, it's amazing because there's I'm one of seven people who know the exact pain I'm trying to like I could never like even still like verbally put out of how I feel like there's other people like know exactly how I'm feeling you know losing all losing our dad but I do think it's hard too because we're all kind of at different points of where we are with it and I just feel like I I'm so stuck and I think what I'm I'm falsely believing is like there's going to be a time where I never feel stuck like, I know that the healing is going to continue um, and things will get better. But it's just like I'm, I'm at this point in my grief where it's like all I can think about, like my, my kids are turning three. We're having a birthday party. My son is starting his first day of school that my parents were there for bright and early last year when he went into kindergarten for like first his first real school. And my mind's still stuck on the stuff that's like he's not he won't be here. And of course, <clears throat> I think to give a little like to cut a little slack for myself and to others we're still in the first year yeah. so we're still hitting on the new first and stuff but um yeah I don't know my dad he's just he's just amazing he's the best and you know he didn't have it not that there's a great way for a superhero to die but for the life that he lived and the example he set it's just devastating to think that that's how he left yeah you know and um I look forward to the days that come where there's not so much blame or there's not so much feeling of guilt and stuff. Um, Are you holding on to a lot of guilt? Yeah, I have a lot of guilt. Like, I I shared this with you and I shared this with my sisters and mom, but, like, the, the one thing that I feel really guilty about is um, prior to that, Justin and I were um, going through marital stuff. And... Um, I, my dad never, he would he would never tell me what to do. He just gave me a lot of guidance, and I know that he was really worried about me, mm-hmm. and he was really worried about my kids. And um, you know, this the Sunday before we got tested, um, that Sunday fall leading into that Tuesday, he uh, said, you know, like let's have daddy daughter time, like let's go to the to the river, mm-hmm. off of Bristol, yeah. and. Uh, so we went and like, <clears throat> I know my dad and I know that he probably wanted to talk to me again about the situation, but he told me we were just gonna spend time together. So I was like, okay, maybe it won't come up. And it did come up and he's like, so what's going on? And like I, me and Justin at that point had made a game plan for a few things and I told him and he's like, so so that's it. So you got it all figured out. I said, I mean, yeah, like pretty much now. And he's like, oh, well, I'm sorry. Like I wasted your Sunday, like, um, you know, like for coming out, if I didn't realize you had everything figured out. And all I could think about was like, wow, like I really thought we were coming to spend time together. And like, this is the only reason that you asked me to come. And I know it wasn't the only reason he asked me to come because I know my dad, because I know myself. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm, if I'm really, if something's weighing on me, like about like, like you're going through something and it's weighing on me, of course, the most important thing is being with you. But I'm going to have to get it out. I can't not talk to you about it. Like mm-hmm. I can't not bring it up. And I know looking back that that's what it was but I was so mad and I tried so hard not to have an attitude the rest of the time and like keep talking and stuff um but I did I was so mad and like later that night he's like love you bear and I didn't text him back that night because I was so like 
so disappointed, like just thinking we were just going to have time. And I can't remember if I ever texted him back. I really can't. I think I might have the next day. I can't remember. But I do remember the next time I saw him was that Tuesday. He picked me up because I wasn't feeling well. Um, my parents weren't feeling well. And we were all going to get COVID tests. And that's the first time I saw him since. And I tried to just keep it upbeat. But was he wasn't. Say how was it? But he wasn't feeling well. Okay. He did like crack a joke, which made me feel like he was like okay, like we were whatever. But then everything happened that that Tuesday, and then they, I got a call at work that they were going Thursday, and I talked to him on the phone after he got admitted. I talked to him on the phone, and um, he's like, you know, I'm scared. I'm whew, sorry. He's like, I'm scared, Barry. Like, um, I'm really scared. I don't want to die in here. I'm like, Dad, you're not gonna die. Like. Like, there's no other health problems. Like, you're going to be fine. And I just, I don't know. Like, I the one thing my dad always tell, tells us is, like, he always says, like, I'll help you no matter what. Just always tell the truth. And, like, I know I know I couldn't have known. There's no way I would have known. Mm-hmm. But it's just, like, I'm really sorry I lied to you, Dad. Like, that kind of stuff. It's just really, you know, it's just the stuff. Some days it doesn't bother me as much. Some days it does. Um, and I'm just so mad that I got an attitude. You know, like, I'm so mad that I had an attitude with him the rest of the day when we were together. Because I'm like, why? He just, he just cared. All he did was he cared. You know, he didn't want, he did again, he didn't tell me what to do. He was never like, I think you should do this. He's like, so what's the plan? Are you going to be okay? The kid's going to be okay. And I get on my high horse, and I'm stubborn. And I'm like, well, this didn't, because it didn't go to my plan for the day, I was pissed. So it's just hard. It's hard to move on and, um... It's hard seeing my mom go losing losing my dad because they, you know, life wasn't easy. But they were, like, true best friends and even, like, food shop together, like, mm-hmm. everything. And you really just want to take the pain away from someone, like, to take the pain away for myself and for other people, especially, like, my mom and my younger brother, who has really stepped up to the plate to keep things running s- smooth. But, um... I don't know. I just, like I said, I think with grief, it really threw me through a loop because I was absentmindedly so ignorant because it's, I, I couldn't relate to it. And I didn't, like, you, it, there's no you way. You don't know until you go through it. Yeah. Really. I'm so, glad I had you because. There's no guilt to hold on to that either. And even, like, my advice would be just take it, obviously, day by day. But as far as the guilt, like, he knows you love him. Yeah, I know. Is that you loved them, and I would just try, try to like literally like write it down and like lay it on the fire. Everything that you would want to say to him that you wish he said. I don't know if you tried this yet, but I'm sure like normally like when you're holding on to guilt like that, it's because you wish you would have said or did something differently. So maybe try to write it all down, and then like burn it. So, you know what I mean? I don't know. I heard, I've heard that that works. I've never tried it, but. And as if our similarities weren't enough, both was, like, we both lost our fathers. Her nurse's dad was also a Philadelphia police officer. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know if I talk, should I talk about it? That's up to you. Um, you can just talk about him. Because there is a lot to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's such a big well, personality. I wanted to comment, too, um. With you saying, like, you struggle and seeing your mom, um, which, by the way, she's a guest. She's a guest viewer. She's a guest viewer today. She's in the background. Um, 
One of the hardest things for me losing my dad was watching my mom go through that because the same, like, my parents were, they were high school sweethearts. They were together since high school. And I felt like when I lost my dad, I don't know why this is going to trip me up a little bit. I lost my mom too. Like, I do not like to cry, especially in front of people. So hold on, guys. Um, but that was very hard just to watch my mom. And, like, this past July has been 10 years. And it's still very, very, very hard for my mom. Um, she's still struggling. And she still has a lot of bad days. Um, and I feel like that's it's just extremely difficult because... I mean, at least for me, I feel like I'm, like, I try to, like, I want everyone to be happy. That's kind of just, yeah. like, who I am. I try to be, like, the positive patty and, like, always look on the bright side of life and just, no matter how hard the situation is, I try to find the positive out of it and to just watch my mom be so broken um, at times is very, very difficult because I just, I know what she wants I can't give her so just learning how to be there um but I feel like as far as my story we can I think we should save up for another episode but well, what if you don't mind me asking like going through like such a loss is there what if if there is anything like what is it altered about like your life or like maybe like your perception or like your attitude oh, um I feel like for me, just, like, life is too short, obviously. My dad was 48, um, and he was killed by a drunk driver. Um, so, I don't, obviously, support drinking and driving. Yeah. Um, and, I don't know, just, like, life is too short. Just live in the moment. Like, enjoy your life. Be present. Try your best, no matter what you're going through, to be present. And I think with more recently, um, with really working on myself in the past year, just, like, our fathers were, they're, they're not here anymore. So to actually just, like, to live. Like, enjoy your life. You're still here in this moment living, so actually live it. Because in all reality, they, they, like, your dad doesn't want you to be sad. My dad doesn't want me to be sad. That they don't, they don't want us to be sad. And unfortunately, they're not here. But we, like, I feel like just to keep living and being happy and not dwell and be consumed by that sadness of them not being around, if that makes sense. No, it does. And that's why I'm glad I have you because I still feel I'm, like, like a cynical like a cynical stage of like stuff like 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 I was just talking to my sponsor about this the other night like I have a hard even more of a harder time sometimes being empathetic like when people mm-hmm. you know like people and I don't know if you've gone through this in the very early stages after losing your dad but like if someone tells me about something like oh god my sinuses are killing me like in my head I'm like yeah well my dad's dead of COVID so like I really don't care and sometimes if I'm having a bad day like overall it's not like that but like Mm -hmm. I'll have those thoughts where it's just like it could be a lot worse spare me your sob story and I know how I know how terrible that sounds but I mean the reason we start this podcast is being so transparent and that's that's like the facts of like deep hard days and I don't like being that way I think for me it made me um more of a softy 
Yeah, I feel like I'm. I feel like at least in this stage, I'm having the opposite reaction. Yeah, I well, I feel like what when we did we talk about it in the and and we might have covered it in other pot. Well, yeah, with my anxiety trigger yeah. and like for me with him being killed, it just um, I think the reason it made me a softie is because it's like you never know when your last word is. So I don't want my last word to be something terrible. Yeah, and then have that person die. So that's like. Literally, for that's example, really if point. Mike and I ever get into a fight, and if we leave without, like, making up, and I call him and he doesn't answer, because, like, obviously he's driving or just trying to cool down, then I will start getting paranoid that he got into an accident, totaled his car, and died. So, that is, like, like a, a si- yeah. I don't want to say side effect, but something that's altered in your yeah, life. my perception, no. Add a girl. Is that right? I think so. Maybe. I'm not Sounds good. She's the grandma one. Less than me. It's just three syllable word. My dad always said he can't be anything he can't spell. So he probably wouldn't be perceptive because I don't think he could have spelled that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. But, yeah. Um, I don't know. Grief is hard. Like, I, I feel, I don't know. Because, like, I'm trying to think of the beginning for me. Like, it was such a roller coaster of emotions because it was publicized. Um, yeah. And yeah, I can't imagine that. We're like constantly going to events, which I'm appreciative of for everyone that did throw the events. Um, it was a lot. It was great to have all that support. True. It was hard to relive it all. Um, and then I found out I was pregnant like eight months later, like between six and eight months later. So I had to just like that was the first time in my life that. Not that I really drank when I was, like, upset or, like, thought about it. I mean, I did have times where I did. Um, but I kind of just had to, like, deal with it. Yeah. Like, I had to just feel it and deal with it. Um, but really, it just, I don't know. I feel like I'm all over the place right now. No. Like, my thought process is all over. Um, I don't know. I don't know where to go from here. <laughs> No, but that's true though, and I and I. It's not like I like being in this stage of negativity, I guess. But I mean, just like that's just kind of how it's been the past few days, mm-hmm. and it's that's exactly how my mom was, and still kind of is. Sorry, mom, if you're listening. Yeah, it's uh, it's hard, and, and I guess because I don't know if this affects anyone else, which is I'm glad we talked about it. But like, I get up, I go to work, take care of my kids, mm-hmm. cook dinner. So like, you running into me on a daily basis, yeah, everyone just has to make their lives work, but. I know how I feel behind closed doors. I know how you can feel behind closed doors about this topic. So, you know, if you're going through it, please know you're not alone. I mean, I know grief is taking me to deep, 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 dark spots. I have to comment on one more thing. The one thing um, that I did feel, I remember thinking like a week to two weeks after, like I felt like my life was completely over. And that was the hardest concept of life for me to swallow was the fact that I felt like my life was over, but everybody's was still going. And I yes. feel especially like, I don't know. It definitely, the whole situation definitely like altered the way I view life because I was 21 at the time. So all my friends are out partying, getting wasted, doing whatever. And here I am like, my whole life just fucking was like, pew done like that's what it felt like and I had to watch everybody else live and I'm like how 
are you guys doing this? Because yeah. my life stopped and it was just like, it was the realization that doesn't matter how hard your life gets because time still goes. So you could feel like your time is over, but if you're here, it's not over. Yeah. So I went to add on that too because I really That's a really good description that. of it. That's really how it feels. Yeah. I, I remember being at work, like, because I was still doing hair and they're like oh like well they're like are you gonna come back to work and I'm like I don't know I don't want to come back to work but I did because that's who I am so I literally took a week off and I went right back to work um and I just remember like sitting at work and like everyone's talking about like vacations and this and that and I'm like how are you guys living how are you so happy like my life is over yeah and it's not such a terrible feeling life and it's I feel like for people experiencing grief that is like one of the hardest concepts to accept and I do I do understand too because though like when people sometimes I do I guess you know what more I'm thinking about I did think that way too like if people would like start complaining I would think like life could be worse but then I also still had my soft side of where like I don't want to be rude because God forbid something happens to them. Yeah. So it was like, I don't know, it just was like cluster F of emotions. Yeah. Well, that's an attitude I want to strive toward. Even though I have to respect the process. Because I'm trying to find the balance and respect the process. And, and make sure that I'm putting an effort into it. Everyone grieves differently. And the way you're grieving isn't wrong. Now, if you're going like postal, something like that. Like, okay, <laughs> yeah. that's wrong. That's where we draw the line. Yeah. <laughs> like, too far, too far. To be, drawn into some like extent but there's no right or wrong way to grieve there's no time limit there's no time frame and just have grace with yourself like your life is forever altered and you're going to have your good days and you're going to have your bad days yeah just like if you were still here you would still have your good and bad days right that doesn't change but now since he was like your rock and I mean that's six I feel like our dads are the same for both of us like yeah they're the rock of the family the one that everyone turned to um, the one person, like, no disrespect to my mom, but, like, we would turn to my dad for advice, and if, as long as he said it was okay, then it was okay. Yep. it was okay. Nothing, like, nothing's gonna go wrong, and even if it did go wrong, well, dad said it's gonna be okay, so we're so gonna be okay. able to figure it out. Yes. So, yes. like, that was another thing that was very hard to learn, too, like, just who to turn to now, like, who I turn to, and you just, I mean, eventually you'll turn to yourself. Yeah. When you get there. But I think the takeaway of all this too, like you said, is that you have to live. So how you how we choose to live, no matter what happens, is on us. Yep. And uh, and as easy as it is to blame, even to blame a loss, which of course it factors in, it's ultimately our choice how we how we move forward. And I'm glad we talked about it because I definitely want to move in a better direction. I agree. And I love you, Dad. I love you, Below. Love you both, Pops. I hope Papa you're enjoying thing. this podcast. All right, before we get to our dad jokes, which is the best part, what are you grateful for? <sighs> I'm grateful for you being my bestie and Stop. just always being there for me. Um, I'm grateful for my family, as always. I always <laughs> say family. Um, and I'm grateful for this moment to really... I know I didn't speak that much on it, but there'd definitely be a part two, three 
of this, I feel like. Yeah. Um, and just being able to be open and transparent, it's very hard. Especially, I would guess the hardest thing for me with grief is just um, really opening up about it and being transparent. Because um, it's like, you, once you do that, you have to feel those emotions. Yeah. So I'm thankful for this moment to attempt to do that. I don't mm-hmm. think I did the best job. Um, and to be supportive of others that are going through any type of loss. Yeah. And know that we're here for if you want to talk. What about you, Boo? Um, well, I just saw now I'm grateful for my dad. Um, and I'm more so, I'm on top of that, not more so. I'm grateful for the family he created. Um, I know he created, you guys are a boss family. He created seven very, very, very different individual siblings. But, um, I don't know, it kind of works out how we all kind of have a little bit of what the other person needs at times. Um, so I'm grateful for that. Um, grateful that my mom got to be here. My mom and my niece are in the background. Uh, sorry, Scoot. And um, <laughs> I'm grateful for I my kids. I wasn't here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm grateful for my kids. Um, and specifically, I just want to shout out my big guy because he's just doing such a boss job at trying to, you know, trying to take um, – Trying to balance attention. You have four kids, so I know you know. With all the kids, it's tough. And I, you can tell by how he's acting that he's feeling it, and he's just trying to take it in stride. And I love him so much. He's the best. Um, so I'm just so proud of him, and I'm really, really grateful to have him. And I miss him. I can't wait to see him later on, uh, once I go pick him up. So I'm feeling very grateful after that conversation. And now I'm feeling like a softie. Now you're gonna be feeling like a softie. Oh. I just wanna give hugs to everybody. I know. I'm gonna go hug my babies. All right, before we go and hug our babies, you going first or you want me to go first? I don't know. What do you want to do? Should I go first? I feel like I've been going first every time. Yeah, yeah, might as well go first. Best part of the seg, <sighs> dad jokes. So. Oh, God. I got to do a little stretch on this. <clears throat> do you know if a pig loses its voice, does it become disgruntled? <laughs> Does it? <laughs> that is the dumbest guy I've ever heard. Can, we, can I do a third one? Because I have it written down anyway. Go ahead. All right. <laughs> it's so stupid. What do you call a bundle of hay in church? What do you call a bundle of hay in church? What? Christian Bale. <laughs> Too. I'm, I'm excited for that. We had to do it. We got to do it all for Papa C. Okay? All right. We had the best jokes. All right. Ready? Mm-hmm. What country's capital is growing the fastest? Oh, no. Ireland. <laughs> Every day, it's Dublin. <laughs> oh, my God. I thought you were just saying Ireland because it's like the land. <laughs> Oh my god. It's a Dublin. It's Dublin. What was the first one again? 
This, oh, the disgruntled if, pig? Yeah, if a pig loses its voice, does it become disgruntled? <laughs> oh my I God. couldn't decide. That might be the dad of all dad jokes. Alright guys, sorry this, this episode was a little longer and a little more serious. But um, honestly, we just try to keep it real. And that's really just been the topic of me and conversations the past few days. She's been helping me through it. So I figured we'd talk about it. Um, Thanks for tuning in as always. Yes, but we love you guys so much. Thank you for joining the crazy. And remember to, you can find us on Spotify, YouTube, Amazon, and Apple. Yes. There we go. <laughs> and Instagram and TikTok, follow Crazy as a Mother Pod. Um, I know I said before, but we're working on the TikToks. We'll get there. Bear with us. And Neither of us have uh, are very good at it, but we're getting to it. And we love you guys. Thanks for tuning in to the crazy. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.